Welcome to the New Man Podcast, a show for brave men to experience freedom in their faith, sexuality, and relationships. The goal? To provide practical tools and timeless principles that help you become the man you were made to be. And now, your host, Sathya Sam. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here, and welcome to the New Man Podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening today, and we are going right into an episode about what is the point of getting married. So I think about this all the time, and there's, there's a lot of reasons for it. I guess the first reason is I have friends who are getting divorced, um, and, and I mean, no close friends, but, um, but people in my circles that are getting divorced, and they're my age, some of them are younger, some of them may be a bit older. But it really makes you wonder, like, wow, like, if this can happen to my friends, I guess it could happen to anybody, myself included, like, I'm not invincible. And, you know, I mean, my wife and I have gotten to fights where I'm like, whew, marriage, huh? Like, this is, so this is it. This is what you signed me up for, right, God? Okay, good, cool. Just making sure we're on the same page. You know, like, I, like, those moments happen, Um, but it's a huge leap from there to actually permanently separating from the person. And, um, and, you know, I think I'm early on in marriage as well, like a couple years in. So it's still, um, it's hard to wrap your mind around that. Although I have friends who have been married, you know, seven, eight years who say, you know, um, as you get kind of further along, you start having kids and whatever else you start to understand why people uh, could reach or how people could reach that place. It, it, it starts to make more sense, I think. Um, but nonetheless, uh, I'm, I'm kind of on a tangent here. Um, the point is that there are people around me who are divorcing. So it, it makes you wonder, like, what is the point of getting married? Like, if you're just going to get divorced later anyway, um, then why bother getting married in the first place? Or why bother rushing in, right? That's kind of the other argument is like, oh, these Christian couples just rushing in. They don't know what they're doing. And they're probably just going to get divorced anyway because they didn't spend time getting to know each other. And I actually really agree with that. I, I kind of I've said that as if like some non-Christian would say that kind of mockingly. But for me as a Christian, I, I do believe that is a wiser approach to, um, yeah, to just take your time dating, engaged. I do believe you should keep it in your pants until you're married. Um, but we've done other episodes on that. And that's not really where I'm going with, um, with today's episode. So... Um, so I guess that's the second element. And then, you know, the, the other aspect is just that, um, you know, it, it's not that hard to, to just shack up. Like, practically speaking, you can really start your life together. And, um, you know, there's somebody who is in one of the churches I, I've been a part of over the years who said, you know, you have to, you want to test drive the car before you take it off the lot. And, and that was sort of a reference to having sex before marriage, but even just to living together. Um, because, you know, they found out there was a couple who, you know, they found out that once they lived together, that they had lots of stuff they needed to work through. And, oh, my gosh, they couldn't have done that on the other side of marriage and da, 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 da. So all to say, there's, there's just there's a lot of conversations I hear about marriage. And um, and I've, I've even had clients who are like, OK, bro, I know, like, I know that you're not supposed to. But is it really that big of a deal? Does it really matter that much? Um, and you know, I think when, when you have a a stance on a very vital subject like sex that is countercultural, 
you're you're going to question it at some point, you know, because you don't have you don't have consistent social backing of what you're doing. And as a matter of fact, you may have friends and family who are like, "What is going on? Like, why would you do that?" Um, and so it it makes for a really interesting conversation. So I just thought I'd talk a little bit about you know what is the point of getting married? Why why do we have marriage? And is marriage a thing of the past? Like. You know, are we on some sort of trajectory where it's like, okay, back in the day, people got married and they stuck it out whether they had a miserable marriage or not. And now, you know, we've realized as a society, hey, we're, we can get divorced. You know, we can, divorce is an option. Yeah, we can get divorced. And, and if we get someone better, then good for us, you know. And so are we kind of heading in this direction where it's like eventually marriage just will not be a thing and and people will will kind of just say, yeah, you know, you, you date somebody, you kind of pledge yourself to them, and, and then eventually, you know, you, I don't know, you kind of just start your life together. You move in, um, decide when you want to have kids, and, you know, whatever else. So I have, I have lots of thoughts. Um, I think the first thought is, you know, people still get married after they get divorced. Like, remarriages are very common, and uh, like it's it's the minority of people who don't get married after their first marriage, so that says something, right? Um, it tells us that that people are not being scarred by marriage. Um, it, it definitely happens for a season, you know. Like when I look at some of the people who have been divorced young, it it can really rattle someone's world, and <laughs> not like it really changes that much when you're older. Like divorce is devastating, regardless, but. Um, but I, I think in older couples, I see remarriage happening pretty quickly. I think when people are younger, they take a bit more time. It, it depends on the situation. That's, again, something just dropped behind me. Um, that, that's just an observation. There's, there's nothing factual about that um, or statistically uh, significant about that. But, um, but you know, that's, that's my general observation. Now, the, the reason I'm mentioning that, I guess, is, is just because um, it, it really shows that actually marriage is not the problem. Right, like it's not that people are rebelling against marriage; they're rebelling against the things around marriage. The you know saving sex for then, and when you should move in together, and uh, why you should get married in the first place, and all that kind of stuff. Now, the 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 question, you know, what's going to happen to marriage? Is it going to go away? Um, I mean, on remarriages alone, we could probably say no, but um, you know, even if you were just to look at the economics, like <laughs> weddings are a billion-dollar industry, maybe a trillion-dollar industry. Who knows? Um, it, it's a massive industry. We know that. So on an economic front alone, there's no way marriages are going anywhere. Um, and in our kind of superficially driven society, uh, people love the pictures. People love kind of presenting themselves in that light and their big day and whatever else. But um, it's really interesting because I've observed this in several couples that I know of who have chosen to, you know, buy a place together and start their lives together before getting married. And it's really interesting because they both still find value in the marriage. In a few of these different couples, both the, hus- uh, the you know, boyfriend and girlfriend or common-law partners find value in getting married, which is just peculiar, right? Like, it's kind of odd. It's like, oh, why? you have this value, but for what? Because... You already have everything you you need. You live together, you sleep together, you can start your life together. So why get married? And 
generally the response I've heard is the commitment. So isn't that interesting that actually for most people who choose to get married, even without the, some of the Christian uh, moral values for um, you know, covenant and, uh, and, and sexual integrity and whatever else, people still associate marriage with long-term commitment. And this brings me to really the, the, the main point I wanted to make because we're, what we're asking is, why get married? Like, what's the point here? And I think there's a lot of answers to this. You know, like, we, and we, like I said, we've talked about the spiritual parts. Um, we've talked about even the biological parts, you know, some of the chemical bonding that happens um, when you engage with someone sexually and how that's kind of reflective of what's supposed to happen maritally. Um, but I think there's, there's one main thing, and then I'm, I'm realizing probably a second thing as well that, that is worth noting. The first thing that I'll mention is the spiritual component. So marriage is, is designed by God. Now, anything that is designed by God is worth noting. So really think about that. Anything designed by God is worth noting. In other words, marriage was not some idea that God had that said, hey, if you feel like doing this, give it a shot. Marriage was not something that God um, suggested as the next step in a relationship. You know, when you guys date and you love each other, then you get married. Dating wasn't even a thing, you know, back when these laws were being formed. Marriage, marriage was designed by God to be between a man and a woman, husband and wife, uh, two whole people coming together and making one whole unit to resemble the coming together of Christ, the bridegroom, and his bride, the body of Christ. It, it is, there's a spiritual design to this that is meant to reflect God's design for marriage. And, and when I say God's design for marriage, I'm, I'm actually talking about his, his desire for us to be reconciled perfectly with him. Now, I, I think that's really important because this underlying thing in people that says, yeah, I, I want to get married because I want the commitment it shows that actually there's something fundamental about us as humans that longs for long-term relationship. We, we know that if, if I had two friends and I said, this is friend A, that's their name, friend, first name friend, last name A, here's friend A, we've been friends for six months. You're like, oh yeah, that's cool. And then I say, here's friend B, first name friend, last name B. And we have been friends for 16 years. There's, there's weight to that. Like, I'm just talking about friendships. There's nothing romantic. Just two friendships. We know that a relationship that's been around longer has more substance, has more weight. It's more desirable. That's a fundamental reality of, of human nature, of, of human existence. So on a romantic level, that dynamic is amplified. It is all the more reason we all long to be committed, to, to be reconciled with, with another person fully. Maybe not, not reconciled, but you know what I mean, Co connected, to, to be with another person, uh, part by part, hand in hand, foot by foot, like to, to just to be with another person long term. Longevity is the key. So why get married? Commitment. 
commitment, they say. And I totally agree. I think this is exactly it. Now, there's a second component here. And this component is uh, much more psychological, but I think it's really, really important. And that is security. Now, in some ways, this is the byproduct of commitment. The byproduct of commitment is security in the relationship. And when commitment is broken, so true is safety and as a result, trust and et cetera, et cetera. But I believe that, that what we really are looking for ultimately is security. And when there is insecurity in our relationships, you know, um, even in our upbringing where, where security was lacking, we often become fragmented one way or another. And a lot of you know, healing and recovery is sort of parsing together the fragments that were caused by our lack of security growing up. So security is fundamental for our wholeness and for our well-being and certainly for long-term success in our relationships. And the same is true for our romantic relationships. We need security. And the more secure that you feel in a relationship, the better. So look, if you're not going to get married for um, biblical reasons, if you're not going to do it for moral reasons, if you're not going to do it for anything that is faith or, or religiously based, then at least consider that getting married uh, satisfies two fundamental human needs. First, the need for commitment in any relationship, always desiring long-term connection. And it's not like every single person you ever meet, you know, in your heart of hearts, you just want to be with them forever. Like, it's not like that. It's just that we know quality relationships are marked by longevity. And secondly, we, we are wired for security and we will, by nature, seek places of security, safety and security. So the, the more that you are, are in a relationship where there's commitment and the more you contribute to the safety of the relationship, the, the better off it will be. And, and this is why you get married because there is no feeling like being in a secure marriage. There's no feeling like being in a committed marriage. There's no feeling like being with somebody that in your heart of hearts, you know, you will spend the rest of your life with. Yes, Athea, but the, the divorce rate's just so high. How could you possibly know that? Well, the, the, there are other things that you have to work through before you reach that point. And, and we talked about that in, um, I'll link to the sh- in the show notes, to, uh, we did two episodes on picking the right spouse. And um, the right being in quotation marks, because that's, that's an interesting angle. But we'll, um, we'll, we'll link to that, because there's other things you need to do to reach that point. And this is why you should not be jumping into marriage, because it's serious. It's for real. And if you do it the right way on the front end, then when you do get married, you will naturally strive towards these, these two elements, com- commitment and security. And yeah, you're going to have to heal along the way. Yeah, you're going to have to make an effort to, to really um, reach these places. Like you can say you're committed publicly in front of everybody, but what actually matters is what takes place privately when no one's watching after your wedding day. That's, that's when you'll really know if you're committed. And look, you might hear this and say, okay, Cynthia, but I'm, I'm in my marriage. I'm not committed. I'm in my marriage and I don't feel secure and I'm not contributing to the security of our relationship. It's okay. It, it's totally okay. Like nobody does this perfectly. 
And some people don't know these things at all. And so they hear them and they're like, what? Like nobody told me. So if you're just finding this out or you're realizing you need to make a change, then I have great news for you. You can change. There's no reason you can't change. Uh, we, we have an episode that's going to be released here in a couple of weeks with a guy named uh, Ricardo Camara. And um, I, I won't give too much away, but he and his wife basically agreed at about their 15-year mark that they were going to split once the kids moved out of the house. So they had put an expiration date, I believe it was at about year 20. By year 20, their kids would be moved out and they would be able to kind of move on with their lives and move on from each other. Can you imagine, like, who signs up for that kind of marriage? Nobody. Ricardo didn't. His wife didn't. And yet somehow, 15 years into their marriage, there they are, two broken people putting an expiry date on their very marriage and literally just staying together for the kids. Shout out to Blink-182 if you guys ever listen to them. Stay together for the kids. Great song. So when you have these situations, it, it, it makes you just wonder, like, how do relationships get to this point? Well, this is how they get to this point. They, they get to this point because people are not staying committed and they, they're not offering security in the relationship and they're not secure enough in themselves to handle some of the stresses and some of the dysfunctions that inevitably come in a marriage. Now, Ricardo had an experience with God. He got his heart cleaned up. He got some help. And, and he did not end up divorcing his wife. As a matter of fact, they're still together today. And he shares that story in great and just awe-inspiring detail on the podcast. So stay tuned for that episode. It's coming up. But I, I say all this to let you know that no matter where you are, you can change. You can get healed. It, it's going to require a little bit of work. There's a little bit of sacrifice. There's a bit of humility involved in the process. But would it be worth it for a healthy marriage for uh, you know, a generational, a multi-generational impact on your kids, their kids, and their kids. These are the kinds of things you have to think about because marriage really does, it really does have that kind of lasting effect. So lastly, what's the point of getting married? Commitment and security. That's, that's where I'm landing for today. Lots of other facets to this conversation, but these two are quite important and they are often forgotten in our culture and our society today. So that's everything. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, let, let me actually just add one last thing, which is that if you're struggling with porn, it's all the more reason to take care of your marriage. You might think it's too far. I'm too far gone. My, my marriage has no chance. I'm too messed up. I've messed it up. Look, we see marriages getting restored all the time. We see men getting restored and their lives get restored as a result. It's just a byproduct of their work. So I want to encourage you and I want to remind you there's hope here and you can do this. And if porn is the thing that's eating away at your marriage, then you need to get some help. Stop wasting time. Stop waiting for uh, another day or, or some magic wand to get waved over you so you can get free. Go to ultimaterecoveryguide.com, download a free copy of the guide. This is a handbook that's going to walk you through how to get free of pornography, the five best practices every free man has. These are things that you need to start implementing in your life now for the sake of your marriage and the sake of your well-being. Really highly encourage you to do it, ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Guys, thanks so much for listening. Much love to all of you. Have an amazing day and we'll talk soon. Thanks for listening to The New Man Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, you can share it with others. 
post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest, please sign up for the weekly newsletter at www.sathiasam.com or follow on Instagram at Sam. Thanks again and see you next time.